0: friends, welcome back to the broadcast, I'm Sean. Today, uh, we're doing something a little different, kind of straying from our standard Bible study stuff. Um, well, we'll still be studying Bible passages, but uh, we're not going to be looking at our study in the Acts of the Apostles this week. Uh, today, what I want to do is I want us to be thinking, examining ourselves, and thinking about humility uh, as we approach Passover and as we approach Resurrection Sunday, and uh, with the most humble act in the history of uh, of humanity in mind, and that is Jesus being found and fashioned as a man, humbled Himself and became obedient unto death, even The death of the cross. And so that's kind of what I've been thinking about this week is just humility. Humility. The Proverbs say, humility is the fear of the Lord. And its wages are riches, honor, and life. And I've made the comment before, you know, pride is like bad breath. You don't know you have it, but everyone around you knows. And it's a pride and arrogance, and I'm probably going to do a, a podcast soon uh, just talking about this study that I found, but I'm not going to get into it today. But it talks about how basically the ignorant are so, you know, there's this, there's this trend in culture. I'll just read you the headline of the... Of the study, but there's this trend in culture where people are completely and utterly ignorant, um, but then but they're prideful about their ignorance, like, and it's and the question is, like, where does this confidence in their ignorance come from? Uh, The title of the article is What's Behind the Confidence of the Incompetent, and uh, maybe that's something I'll cover soon in a uh, broadcast, but humility. So that's kind of what I want to think about. That's what I want us to do this morning is just kind of examine ourselves, clothe ourselves with humility uh, as we think about the meaning of this week and uh, what our Savior did for us on the cross. So we're going to read two Uh, chapters today. We're going to read Philippians chapter 2 and Galatians chapter 6, which really drive this theme home. And so my prayer this morning is that uh, these words would pierce your hearts and bring you to a state of humility if you're not already and bring you into a closer relationship with God. And maybe this will inspire us all to get on our faces before the Lord in thanksgiving and in humility. So that is my hope for us this morning. Let's take a look. Let's start with Philippians chapter 2. And then we'll read Galatians chapter 6 here. So let's begin. Galatians, or I'm sorry, Philippians chapter 2. If there be, therefore, any consolation in Christ... If any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies, fulfill ye my joy, that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord and of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, but in lowliness of mind let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men being found and fashioned as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God hath also highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of things in heaven, of things in earth, and of things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Wherefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God with worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Do all things without murmurings and disputings. That you may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom you shine as lights in the world. Holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain, Yea, if I be offered upon a sacrifice and service of your faith, I joy and rejoice with you all. For the same cause also do you joy and rejoice with me, but I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timorous shortly unto you, that I may be of good comfort when I know your state. For I have no man like-minded who will naturally care for your state, for all seek their own not the things which are Jesus Christ, but ye know the proof of him that, as a son with the Father, he hath served with me in the Gospel, him therefore I hope to send to you presently so soon as I shall see how it will go with me, but I trust in the Lord that I also myself shall come shortly, yet I supposed it necessary to send you a fortiest my brother and companion in labor and fellow soldier but your messenger and he that ministered to my wants for he longed after you all and was full of heaviness because that ye had heard that he had been sick for indeed he was sick nigh unto death but god had mercy on him and not on him only but on me also lest i should have sorrow upon sorrow I sent him therefore the more carefully that when you see him again you may rejoice and that I may be less sorrowful. Receive him therefore in the Lord with all gladness and hold such in reputation because for the work of Christ was nigh unto death, not regarding his life to supply your lack of service towards me. So that is Philippians chapter 2 and is it not loaded? He starts off by saying, you need to view other people higher than you view yourself. The things of other people better than the things that belong to you. And he uses Jesus as an example. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. And being found and fashioned as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death even death or cross he says do all the things without murmuring and disputing don't be complaining and strifing over these things why Verse, verse 15 that you might be blameless and harmless the sons of God without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation among whom you shine as lights in the world holding forth the word of life that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain neither labored in vain. It's about humility. It's about Having a lower view of yourself. Be like-minded as Christ, he's saying. (laughs) Furthermore, he says, Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. I don't feel like Christians do that today. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. Let's move on to Galatians 6, which is also just loaded. It's only 18 verses. So open up your hearts. Let these things speak to us. Verse 1. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. So right out of the gate, the first verse is basically saying, if, if you have a friend, a brother, someone you know, they, they've fallen help them like if you're more spiritually sound and more and you're stronger in the lord than they are like lift them up and help them and do it with meekness humility and don't forget the look in the mirror considering yourself lest you also be tempted like don't start getting all high and mighty over your fellow brother who's who's fallen who's failed Lest you yourself fall. Verse 2. Bear you one another's burdens. And so fulfill the law of Christ. Well, how is that fulfilling the law of Christ? Well, what are the great commandments, right? That all the other commandments hang upon. Love love God and love your neighbor as yourself, right? Verse 3. For if man think himself to be something. Again, we're talking about being prideful. For if a man think himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. Mm. If a man think himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. Man, there's a lot of people deceiving themselves. They just think they're so wise, so special. They've got it all figured out. They've got all the answers. They're brilliant in their own eyes, making themselves actually to be fools. They're wise in their own eyes. They're deceiving themselves. Verse 4, but let every man prove his own work, and then shall he have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. In other words, don't run your mouth about how good you are or special you are. Just let your work speak for itself. Verse 5, For every man shall bear his own burden. Verse 6, Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that he shall also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. Be he that sowed to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting, and let us not be weary in well doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. So he's saying, You get what you put in, right? You get what you reap what you sow. if you're going to sow to the flesh worldly things inappropriate shows on TV inappropriate music inappropriate you're just going to keep feeding the flesh and you're going to reap corruption and you're going to find yourself one day far from God and you're going to wonder how did I get here but he that soweth to the Spirit shall the Spirit reap at life everlasting. If you're committed to God, you're on your face before the Lord. You're studying his word. You care about his commands. You, you're going to reap things of the Spirit. And then he says, talking about reaping what you sow, don't get weary in well-doing. See, what we need to remember is that seeds take a while. Like you, you plant a seed, it takes a while to grow and become a plant that's Producing fruit, right? Don't be weary in doing well. In due season, we shall. What's due season? That's when the get. That's when God's timing is right. When the timing is right, you'll reap. And then here's a word that Christians hate: if. We faint not, if. Like you'll you'll reap in due season if you don't give up along the way. Verse 10, as we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of the faith. In other words, be good to people, but you you better be really good to those who are the children of God, the people who are your brothers and sisters in the faith. You see how large a letter I've written unto you, you are with my own hand as many as i desire to make a fair show of the flesh they constrain you to be circumcised only lest they should suffer persecution for the cross of christ he's dealing with people who think they need to be crucified they need to be circumcised and under the in order to, in order to be saved he's he's dealing with that he says for neither they themselves who are circumcised keep the law but desire to have you circumcised that they may glory in your flesh He's, again he's talking about the Jews who are telling the Christians, hey if you really you can't really be saved by faith alone you actually have to do some of these things. He's, Paul's saying those people they don't even actually follow the law themselves. So don't fall for that. but God forbid that I should glory save in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ by whom the world is crucified unto me and I unto the world for in Christ Jesus neither circumcision availeth anything nor uncircumcision but a new creature. And as many walk according to this rule, peace be upon them and mercy and upon the Israel of God. From henceforth, let no man trouble me, for I bear in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus. He's talking about all the beatings he's taken. Last verse, brethren, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you, be with your spirit. Amen. Amen. Humility. Love for others. Seeing others better than ourselves. Not thinking we're something special when we're actually nothing. Deceiving ourselves. Verse 3, right? Letting our work do the talking, not our mouths. Bearing each other's burdens. Reaping what we sow. That's Galatians 6 in a nutshell. Philippians, do th- doing our work without murmuring or complaining. I pray, Father, I pray, friends, that uh, you've been blessed this morning. That these words have spoken to you on a deep and meaningful level. And that they cause you to humble yourself before Christ who, remember, was in the form of God but was so humble that he thought of himself not equal with God and he made himself of no reputation. He took the form of a servant. and He humbled himself and he became obedient unto death, even death on the cross. And now he's been exalted and given the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus... Every knee should bow of things in heaven and things of earth, things under the earth, and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Thanks for listening. Thank you for your prayers and your financial support, far beyond what I deserve. Peace and grace be with all of you, and until next time, God bless.